All right, we are live. Welcome to Painkiller Nearly Episode 10. Kyle, totally again. Episode 10, is it? No, it's not. It's 12. Wow, I messed up. Okay. Yeah. I was just about to give you a hard time for being surprised about the episode number for like the 200th time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always surprised because I never knew going in. It's uh, it's hard for for a long time. It was hard to keep up with them. I, we probably should go into this again. But basically, when I was in, the, we were in the odd numbers. Eh, you know, I just forget. There's no reason for me to keep up with them. It's yeah, well, not, you know. In this case, being surprised that I said ten when it's totally not ten, completely legit. Yeah, I'm actually keeping count of these somehow. There, it's a low enough number I can wrap my head around it. I suppose so. Eleven, twelve, stuff like that. I got, I got that down. Are you ready for the bad joke of the week? I am. All right. A man receives the following text from his neighbor. I'm so sorry, Bob. I've been riddled with guilt and I have to confess. I've been helping myself to your wife day and night whenever you're not around. In fact, probably more than you. I don't get it at home, but that's no excuse. I can no longer live with the guilt and I hope you accept my sincerest apology and my promise that it will never happen again. The man, anguished and betrayed, went into his bedroom, grabbed his gun, and without a word, shot his wife and killed her. A few minutes later, a second text came in. Goddamn auto spell? I meant Wi-Fi, not wife. Oh. <laughs> the bad joke of the week. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I like that one a lot. See, you're going to have to work hard to get bad jokes. You should just go racist. Make them racist jokes of the week from oh, now on. Oh, I did a live stream this week. Or this weekend, I maybe. I out on that. When Chiz came back from that, he was a real asshole. <laughs> Wait, what? He had to, he had he had heard too many like uh, crude and rude jokes. He was he was. I he, I, I warped his brain with them, huh? Yeah, you warped him a little. Huh. Made it difficult to hang around. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, anyway, yeah, I, I did a, it was offensive jokes and all night long. I, there were a couple of them I couldn't read, so Chiz volunteered to read them instead. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> he didn't uh, read anything. So there were there were jokes that were so they were in such poor taste that you couldn't even speak. Yeah. It was poor taste night, right? I was like all of them were dreadful. Most, you know, baby death, pedo jokes, etc. A couple it, racist ones in there. Was it a racist joke or was it There were a few racist ones for sure, but uh, uh The one you couldn't read out loud. There were two that I, I couldn't read and Chiz did, and then there was one nobody read. The one that no one read. What uh -huh. was the subject matter? Uh, handicapped children. Oh. Yep. It, it was it was too bad. I wanted no part of it, and uh, and we skipped it over. Goodness. Yeah, yeah that was. The Where thing. did you find this huge list of horrible jokes? Uh, it was on Reddit. There was a list of the fifty most <laughs> offensive jokes, and then uh, and then there were user submitted jokes that they added to them. Oh, those are always better. I would say. I. They were all bad. <laughs> they were all dreadful. Wait, uh, I like the the, the comments of, of Reddit posts are usually much better than the uh, the links. Um, I I found I like going through the comments and finding what those people had to say. There was a thing the other day about like what the worst decision in uh, history was or something like that, and they went back to to Mao and China, and uh, this whole idea he had to turn all the farmers into steel workers. So he had all the farmers stop planting, a lot of the farmers stop planting rice and uh, start collecting scrap metal and forging it in these small forges and villages, but they produced really shitty steel that was either too malleable or uh, too brittle. And, uh, and so steel production actually went down. Meanwhile, he took so many farmers away, there wasn't enough rice, so there was a massive famine, 
And at the same time, the other part of his plan was um, to, to, to pass out air rifles to everyone to kill all the goddamn birds because he felt like the birds were eating a lot of food that humans could eat. And so if we exterminate the birds, that'll be more food for us. But in fact, there's a whole ecosystem thing going on where the birds eat the pests. So okay. there were so many pests that they ate all the what little food there was left. So 20 million Chinese died or something. <laughs> Wow! It was, so they they rank that as the worst decision in history. <laughs> that does sound. I can't get. I mean, yeah. that makes George Bush look like a genius by comparison, right? right? Well, yeah, hundred thousand dead Iraqis is nothing compared to twenty million dead Chinese. Dropping a bucket. Dropping. That's a that's a good day, or not? Less than a good that's day. Awful. And it went on for a long time. And it, at some point, um, if I understood what I read correctly, they just switched back. It yeah. was ridiculous, uh, and no explanation. Um, the way they explained it was like that that you were the they had this like chain of bureaucrats down the line, like that, and um, everybody was afraid to say no. So if someone said, "Give me twenty tons of steel," you would just say, "Yes, sir." And when you got them three tons of steel, you would just say it was the peasants' fault, and and it would just keep going. But a, a lot of Chinese died. It was a ma huge famine. Hmm. Worst decision in history. So, anything new in your life? Yeah, a couple things. Um, so, I, I like. No. Uh, I'm gonna do a, a a body armor video for a body armor co uh, company called um, AR500. Uh, what's the website? Uh, I'll say it correctly. It's AR500 body armor. Anyway, um, and I think that the 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 coup de gras, the way to really uh, you know show this stuff off would be to strap it on and mm -hmm. get shot myself. I and, think that idea is great. It's brilliant. I don't and see what could go a wrong. lot of the naysayers seem to be very ignorant about the subject. I think that the reason that I feel so confident about doing this is because I know so much about what's going to happen. Like I know a lot about bullets hitting steel and what happens afterwards. And um, you know, that that's what this body armor is. It's a it's a steel plate inside of a carrier like it's, which is basically a vest. Uh, it's a It's curved around your chest, and it's coated with like, um, it's got a coating on it. And it's not like that ceramic plate armor that the military uses that'll stop a, a rifle bullet. Um, a penetrator rifle bullet would go through this stuff like a penetrator would. But I'm not talking about using a penetrating rifle bullet. I'm mm -hmm. talking about using a handgun round, like a, a 45 ACP. A What's it rated to stop? Bullet. Um, the, they've got three. They've got several different classes, but I, I'm sure it'll stop um, 308 rifle rounds. Oh, like well, that rounds. is a yeah. that is a hardcore rifle round. Yeah, I'm sure it'll uh, because we shoot it with that all the time. It'll it'll stop just about anything short of 50 cal, or maybe like the the big three uh, 30 cal magnums. 338 Lapu would probably go through it as well. Yeah, there's some stuff that'll go through it, but 308 down, it'll stop for sure. Um, but I want to get shot with a 45 ACP or a 9mm or something like that. Probably 45 because it's slower. And it's it, when you shoot this, when you I, I've shot a lot of steel with 45 ACP and it just it stops right there. I mean, it does splatter, but I have an I have a way to avoid the splatter hitting me in any way. The Cosmo the, magazine. No, I mean I'd, <laughs> I'd probably throw some flak pants on, like legit flak pants, that because that's what's going to be flying off the bullet is flak. You know, mm -hmm. little bitty pieces of copper that honestly aren't that bad anyway. I've been hit with them before, 
and you know, I'd get a face shield and like get my face out of the way, I'd get my arms behind my back, and I'd get a good fucking shooter to shoot me. You know, someone who's not—they're they're not worried about if they're gonna hit the 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 steel. They're worried about if they're gonna hit the tiny circle within the tiny circle in the center of the steel. You know, I get a real shooter, mm-hmm. or maybe even just shoot myself. You know, I, I put a laser on the gun. You can't fuck this up. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I just realized I was describing how I was gonna shoot myself. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I tagged it with. I'm not an idiot, though. <laughs> that was like an idiotic thing to do, but there's a lot of things that seem idiotic when you break down what they are. You know, strapping yourself behind a rocket or um, you know behind a turbine engine sounds idiotic when you break down what you're actually doing. But there's a lot of safety uh, precautions involved in there. The same thing with this. Uh, with this bullet hitting this piece of steel. It's it's not going to go through it in any case. It's not going to transfer enough energy to be damaging to me in any case. Um, only if it was shot at a bad angle would it ricochet with an, with would enough mass ricochet off to be considered like dangerous. Did you say it has a steel plate in it? It is a steel plate. So I had an idea. Um, see, it, your ideas are different than mine. My, I, mine always work in a this idea of escalating, right? So you could start with, like, say, a UFC fighter, if we knew one, hitting you in the chest or kicking you and escalate from there. Like, I could come at you with a baseball bat and hit you in the chest, and then, <laughs> right? And I think you'd be okay, I think. I mean, I, I don't think... You'd be I fine. Could take it. Yeah, you could be fine. I'd hit you with a baseball bat. Good. Hit you with a baseball bat for real. So people are like, oh... You that break guy's... the bat on me. That would be the that would be the trick. We wouldn't stop until you broke the bat on my chest. Hmm. All right. I like the way you're thinking. Yeah. This is then we break the bat across your chest with the steel plate you know, armor, and then eventually we'd shoot you. And yeah. uh, you know, if you want a more experienced pistol shot than me, my feelings won't be hurt. But uh, my offering my services, they're there. I'll hit the dot, and uh, yeah, we'd shoot you. And and. Yeah. And, and we people... could even use like a, a a carbine that's chambered in a pistol round. You know what I mean? Like a like a Thompson. I've got a Thompson uh, submachine gun. You could use that something. Well, that's that's not a good trigger. That's it's it fires from an open bolt, so there's a little delay between when you pull the trigger and when it actually fires. So, but something like that. Twenty-two like long a, rifle. Yeah, you could. I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. You could you could ding those off my belly all day. <laughs> my rock hard abs will stop a twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> or a uh, lever action. Don't you have a lever action that fires like a forty-five or something? Hmm. No, I don't. I hmm. wanted one. That's I want bad. one too. Maybe that's just the excuse I need. Connie, I need I this for Kyle shooting. That a really cool. Um, I shot this. I think it was a Ruger. Uh, it was a bolt action rifle chambered at forty-four Magnum. Uh, a friend of mine had in Tennessee, and it was uh, it was integrally suppressed, suppressed. So uh, the suppressor was made into the barrel, and um, it was super super quiet. And he had a really cool little optic on it, and it was really fun to shoot. Um, it kicked a little, which was which was nice. And uh, I don't know, it was super quiet, but you could hear that big heavy bullet whenever it hit anything, and it had a lot of power. What where so was like it that. again? Forty four Magnum. Oh. I like that round. I really like your 40. I have a 357 Magnum, and I have no reason to buy a 44 Magnum other than I want it. That's true with most of my guns, really. Maybe the first one. uh, (laughs) What you should do is you should get two birds with one stone and get a 44 Magnum Desert Eagle. Oh, and then it could shoot 50 also. Is that the idea? 
the, um, yeah, the convertible one. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just uh, flip a switch and pull the barrel out and new barrel in. It's super easy. I, do any of your guns have a purpose? Of course. I, mine mostly don't. So, so I've, I've told this before, so I'm fast forward. First time I got a gun, I was going off-roading a lot. I was camping by myself in the woods. And to be honest, I just got spooked frequently. You know, it, you're in the woods. You're supposed to be alone. What the hell is rustling out there? Uh, and, and where I was staying, there were mountain lions, some bears, but not a ton. And, well, no tigers, just lions and bears. <laughs> and, uh, and people were scaring me you know, just as much. Like, why is anyone else out here? I'm supposed to be solo. Like, if I, see, if I hear two men talking, like, I don't know what I could do. So I liked having a gun with me. After that first one, then it was like, well, I got a target shooting gun, but that doesn't really have a purpose. And it's not an official target. It's a hunting rifle, but that's what I use it for. And then I got a shotgun, home defense type thing, and I wanted it. And then it just went into like the FN 2000s and AR 15s. And none of these things have ever been used for any like either war or self defense or whatever. I just shoot paper and toilets and TVs and stuff. I love guns. Um, I see them um, like little, like uh, you've described it before, like, like they're really, some of them are really cool, intricately working machines. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I like the best of them. Like I like the ones that have special coatings on the inside so they'll never corrode and, you know, they are, so they're, 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 they're auto lubricating and, you know, everything has been customized and trimmed down for speed and accuracy. And I like that. Um, and I've just collected. It, it's not like I've got a, a bunch of AR-15s, or I've got a bunch of 1911s, or a bunch of handguns, or a bunch of shotguns, long rifles. I've got it all because I love them all. Like I've, I've got, I've got a, about a dozen AR-15s, and I've got a, probably a, a dozen shotguns and a dozen uh, sniper rifles and a dozen handguns at least. Um, I like them all, and would, for different reasons. I would like to have one of every action. That's a thing for me, like, because I, I like them as machines. That's a big thing for me. I uh, I appreciate how well they work together, how the, the precision in how they're they're put together. And so, you know, I have a pump shotgun. I'd really like a lever action shotgun. I have one lever action um, rifle now, and it's it's like ah, I want more lever actions, but I feel like I've got that one already. There are the, I don't have a wheel gun that breaks open. You know, mine mine comes out the side like like most of them. Mm -hmm. It's a revolver wheel gun. Um, but I want one that like flips in half and you get access from the back. Oh yeah. yeah. I've never I've never had one like that. Um what else? I've got a bullpup, yeah, I've got AR fifteen. Go on. If you try to get all the like variants, then you'll keep finding new variants. Uh, you'll never get them all unless you want to collect like like I'm not even close and I got like I got a lot of duplicates though. But there's just so many variants. But, there's the um Like a, I have a lever action in a twenty two, right? And it loads through this big tube that the, so that there's the barrel and then there's like another tube under it that holds the bullets so it like goes in and then it goes out. You know this, but the listeners might not. Um, there's another one where the bullets feed in through the side, and that's just a variant, like you said. It's essentially the same action, but I really want that one too. It's and it seems cool to load them from the side, but there's other stuff I'm not even close to. Like, you know, I I'm trying to think of what I don't. Know. I guess There's I've open bolt firing guns and closed bolt firing guns. There's single shot rifles. There's um, 
There's those old sharps rifles. There's um, the rolling block style. Um, you know, then there's muzzle loaders, and there's like three or four different kinds of muzzle loaders. Some of them um, are breech loaders now that that are that are black powder rifles. There's the old Kentucky rifles. There's flint. There's uh, cap and ball. Um, Which uh, one's the one that shoots slowly? There's all I, those shoot quite. I, I watched. Um, so I watched Hickok 45 from time to time, and. Mm-hmm. He had some sort of black powder rifle, and he pulled it, and it went off. Almost like a modern gun. But I've seen another one where it was almost like it had a fuse, and you had to stay on target for like three to five seconds. Like it was a while. <laughs> Do you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You've got um, – it's, it's a flint lock. So the flint – you when you drop the hammer, the flint comes down and literally slides against a piece of steel and makes sparks, and it throws them down into um, – I can't remember what the next chamber is called, but it's full of powder, mm-hmm. and that powder burns down to your powder charge and fires the thing. So it's like it'll go poof, boom. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a real thing. Um, it, there's a little bit of delay in um, in even the uh, the modern ones that use caps that use basically primers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can still sense it a lot more than you would when you fire a cartridge. A cartridge is just—it seems seemingly instant. Yeah, humans right? can't like, detect the like yeah. people that don't know it's, the back of a bullet. You hit something called a primer, and then that primer ex, is explode. Is that the right term? And it it makes the much. the powder inside the bullet ignite and expand and do its thing. Yeah. So there's really boom boom like two things happening. But it's so fast that like a, a well, human inside can't. the cartridge, it doesn't take long for the gases to build up with enough pressure to create the explosion. But inside uh, a muzzle loader, where you've just poured some powder down there and then, you know, pounded a a lead uh, projectile on top of it with a rod, you probably don't have the same level of compression. So it just and it's black powder instead of smokeless powder. There's a lot going on there. Those are. Um, and that, and you know, that's just getting into the black powder, powder variant of guns. Um, there's all kinds of different. I mean, there's four or five different kinds of ARs, and there's dozens of calibers. It goes on forever. Um, I, I would you'll like, never have them all. I would like to shoot on my next land. If I buy, so I put a people don't know. I put an offer out on a new house, and um, I'm pretty far apart from the seller. I think he's asking for too much, and he thinks I'm not paying enough. And we'll, we'll figure it out. But um, it has enough acreage to shoot on it, right? Like, it's more than 10 acres. That seems like it's yeah. easily got that covered. But it's so wide open, I'm not sh- I don't know how to do it safely. Um, it, it's not filled with trees and such. How big a hole? You, how- you can build a berm, or you can build a hole, or you can do both. How big is a berm? It's a safe um, berm... Is eight, eight feet a safe berm, or does you need yeah, to hit like yeah, forty eight feet? feet. Regulations for it, uh, and you might want to go by some regulations if it's going to be in an area where, like, if the bullets go past, it's going to be an issue. I've I've never had to build a berm because I've got those trees there and stuff to shoot into, but I've been to places that have really high berms, like I don't know, fifteen feet. I've seen that before. See, if 15 feet is really high, then it's like, well, that's something I can possibly work with, right? You know, because it doesn't even have to be 15 feet up. It could be seven and a half feet down, piled seven and a half feet up, and you've got yourself a little thing there. I don't know how I drain it, but just thinking out loud. I'd really like to be able to shoot on my land. I mean, 
You'll be able to. There's a lot of ways to do it. Huh. Yeah. I, I know it's I've, legal. I've seen people like dig a hole down and uh, and literally like have have it almost have it sub level. Like like if you're they basically dug out a basement, but it was a shooting range size basement and they go and they it ramps down in and they shoot in there. And they use the the dirt they dug out to make a a even bigger berm on the other side. And it's virtually soundproof. The sound kind of stays down there, so even though it was next to a highway, you couldn't hear the pistols and SMGs. The legality of shooting on this property is I have to be 100 yards away from somebody else's residence. Not even their land, but their house. And uh, Or if I am within 100 yards of their house, I, it might be 100 feet. It's 100 feet of their house. Oh, and if you're within you 100 feet, then you have to get their permission. I, I, I must have like... 6,000 feet of my own. There's no reason that I would be within 100 within someone else. So it's totally legal. Yeah. I just need to be totally safe. I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. So I haven't um, I haven't looked at the area from the from the satellite. So I'll I'm show it to you. Neighbors. It's wide open. It's wide open. I've been uh, I don't want to give to it. I'm going to get yeah, docked. Just, yeah, maybe don't maybe <laughs> don't give the geo, geo, any geographical landmarks or anything. You don't want them to find this one. Okay. Uh but part of me is like, am I wasting my time? I feel like they're going to find it before I close. <laughs> as long as you don't give any uh, anything too specific away, I think you'll get to move your furniture in before they find it. I think that that would be ambitious. I don't know. I They'll just find it. I I guess I'd, I'd <laughs> I... Can see the, I can see it now. I work at U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Like something... <laughs> It just came through, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll get out. It'll happen. I. Uh, it's. It is what it is. I don't know. I've lived comfortably with everyone knowing where I live for a while now. I just don't really like them having my phone number because they call and they text and stuff. And, uh, and, and the people that call and text are typically very nice. Like, have you ever had your like privacy really violated? Like, have they ever gotten you? Um, not on a mass scale, really, but you know, every now and then I'll get a, a get a call or two, um, oh. or, or something like that. And they're yeah, they're generally really nice. Yeah. It was about eighteen months and, ago. And, and oh. they're like immediately apologetic. I'm so sorry that I'm calling you, but I love you so much, and I just wanted to tell you that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I get. In, in my case, there's a lot of people who, um, like people watching this show probably just enjoy my company, but people who watch my videos oftentimes are really grateful because whatever, I, I made a video that struck a, a chord with them. You know, they, they were going through the same situation or they had some, I don't know. There, there are some people who, who really appreciate videos I made because they were helpful for them. Anyway, so oftentimes they're like on my side, you know, like, Woody, I'm just texting you so you know that your number got out. You know, I, you're going to get lots of texts, and it's like, yeah, I am. And while I appreciate that your heart's in the right place, you're actually one of them. <laughs> you know, it, it was, uh, I guess, about a year and a half ago on Thanksgiving. I must have got, like, I don't know how many. I probably got 200 texts before I just turned my phone off. I think I'll deal with this after dinner. So, yeah, that stuff happened. And it'll happen again. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. No big deal. I, uh, oh, I don't even know if this is good for, for you non-Patreon people, you're missing out. We have the largest apple I have ever seen. Oh, shit. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the show, Jackie happened to, like, come in, and she was like, check out this apple. And I made her leave it. 
That is the biggest <laughs> apple I've ever seen. It it's a real apple. Like I look at it and I think, well, is this some sort of like apple watermelon hybrid? Like yeah. how did they it's make this apple. apple that big? It's huge. Here's it, what I want to know. How did that stem hold it to the tree under such weight? It both of these apples actually I, I don't know if you can make it out, but the stems are stronger than traditional oh, apple wow. stems. Wow, look at that stem. That looks that looks serious. Even the little apple seems to have some <laughs> yeah. kind of massive stemmage on it. Like yeah. I, I, a well hung I, apple. Did you say it was a well hung apple? Yeah. All right then. <laughs> so uh, it just you know what? I, in terms of apples, normal apples, wings of redemption's balls. <laughs> 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 this is everyone else here's the man so <laughs> that is huge uh, i i, I want to know more about that apple but but she seemed to be like hey, it was just there and it was a big apple so got it yeah but to me it's a life-changing experience that apple i've never seen an apple that big right i am i've been around for thousands of years and this is the largest apple that i've ever run across. here they are right next to each other and this apple's not small like that's a meal this is like, a good like, size apple. This is a pie. You know, in games when they like eat an apple and suddenly like their health is full. I'm like bullshit. If I eat an apple, I'm gonna eat a couple more apples. That apple would fill me up. Yeah. Like if I ate that apple, I would be good again. That's a meal. Yeah. I, I hope she makes a whole pie out of it. I don't know. J Jackie makes amazing <laughs> apple pies, but she has a particular what, kind of what apple. What if there was a? Oh, what if you did this to it? Imagine this. This is gonna be crazy. So. Take that blooming onion uh, mm. making thing, mm -hmm. do it to the apple, then batter that apple with pancake batter. <laughs> you fried this. motherfucker. And that would, it would be a deep fried apple. It'd be a blooming apple. It would be blooming apple. And then you would dip it in like uh, caramel, maybe, like, like, or butterscotch. Maybe, maybe some, maybe some chocolate. I don't know. This is what I'm saying, people. He's an idea man. <laughs> I've really been enjoying deep frying stuff. I, I I don't do it often. I do it like once a week. But I but during the week, I think of ways. <clears throat> I think of other things to deep fry, and I've been having some fun with it. Um, How do you feel about Borderlands? I'm digging Borderlands. I here's what I like. I like. Uh, Go ahead. Say I like it. when I get a new gun. And oh, okay. uh, and I and I'm able to to hurt a lot of bad guys. I like the gunfights, and I even like collecting stuff. It seems pretty easy to like keep yourself in ammo. And there's lots of variety in guns, but we're constantly on errands. And <laughs> can I, I jump waiting. in? Yeah. I, here's what I like about Borderlands. Um, <sighs> I, I I like you. I like the gunfights. I feel like when we're in a big battle and and the difficulty seems just about right, they manage to balance it so that. I'm always struggling to succeed, but I seem to be able to, so, so that's good. Um, what I really like about Borderlands, I'm usually hanging out with my friends, and we're goofing off, and we're joking, and the game is like a, almost a Mystery Science 3000-type experience. Like, yeah, we're all like goofing on the game and playing the game and doing a thing, but it, it's really just hanging out with people and having a reason to. Um, I like the guns, like you said. I haven't gotten into the storyline when i played single player which is how i played the last two um i guess i really paid attention to everything that was happening and i wondered what was next and then when you know good guy turns bad guy i'm like ooh, wow a thing just happened somehow in this one i i couldn't care less 
about what's happening. Yeah, I remember one time, we don't know what's happening. We're, we're like defending a moon. And Kyle's like, I don't give a fuck about this moon. If our next mission was blow up the moon, I'd be fine with that. There's no problem. Like, I have no emotional attachment to this moon or these players. I just play in the game. That's it. It's totally true. I, 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 could, I don't know if that moon is good or evil, and I don't care. There's a laser up there, and I hope I get to use that to shoot that moon, and I hope it kills everything on it. We have been uh, working for hours now to disable some laser. And uh, I, I'm not sure. You mean press an E? <laughs> just press we, e. we got this running joke where, like, you know, does anyone know how to disable a nuclear weapon? I do. Press E. <laughs> that's the command to like do everything. If you want to open a door, you press E. If you want to, there's one part where you res- you assemble like a giant fighting robot, and you have to do like piece after piece, and it's basically like E E E E. <laughs> And you don't even have to move your position. Like, like, in dead space, you, you use telekinesis to like literally maneuver things and like slide components together and turn them on. And if you don't do it in the right order or in the right uh, way, then it just all fails and falls apart. And it's, it's a difficult minigame. In Borderlands, you press E. He's press E repeatedly. And I'm bragging about my talent like, you know, I've just attached robotic legs to the artificial intelligence. I have a cybernaut built and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And like, you mean you pressed E? Because yeah. that's just E, E, I hooked e. up that beacon and made contact with the moon guys. Don't worry. How'd you do it? <laughs> I pressed E. <laughs> Works every fucking time <laughs> for mean? every fucking thing. And, you want to oh. open a door. I mean, it, any it's... You want to open a box? He does everything. I have a frustration with the devs in this. They, they'll build a map, and then it appears they want to maximize your time in-game. They're trying to take a little game and make it a big one. So yeah. they have you run like from east all the way to west and press E. And then they're like, ah, oh, well, shucks, that didn't work. Try getting the key. It's in my pocket. You run from west all the way to east, grab a key. East all the way back to west, insert the key. Do this here, you know? Like all the a, while, enemies are dropping the entire time. Yeah, and it's like like they hired one poor map designer, right? And the guy made six maps. And they're like, well, we have to get a 12-hour game out of six maps. <laughs> How are we going to do this? We'll just run them back and forth on fetch quests for 12 Boom hours. It, a lot of the fetch, fetch quests are really lame. There's one where you put up some posters. I guess that is the beginning, but I thought we were supposed to be like super hardcore badasses. Like, like yeah. I, I imagine us as like the backup <laughs> team of Guardians of the Galaxy. We're hardcore. Why are we putting posters up? Why are we doing any of this? Why, why don't we kill that girl with the posters and take all her shit? And it just gets annoying sometimes. But I really like my character. I am the Lawbringer, which is like the cowgirl. And um, her... her her skill or special skill or whatever, um, she goes into like bullet time and auto locks onto everyone's uh, critical point, and she shoots like much faster. Her gun's much more powerful. She reloads faster, swaps weapons faster for like a limited amount of time. And the more you rank up, the longer and more effective that is. So it's just ridiculous when you go into your special uh, power and you just rapid fire because it just destroys everything. My really liking it. My guy's special power. I think I'm an enforcer. And uh, he launches two drones. One does this, like, healing tech on me, so he constantly refreshes my health, although I can still manage to die while that happens. And the other one goes and kills other people. But what's cool in this game is if you get downed, right, you take too much damage and you're down on the floor, then um, 
you need to you can kill a guy and get a second wind and stand up again. Well, sometimes I don't even kill a guy. There's no one near me, but I've got a random drone just hurting everybody, and for no reason, bam, I'm I'm back on my feet, and and my drone has saved my life. It, it's mm-hmm. it's nice. Chiz, on the other hand, he's playing claptrap. His special power is to, like, fuck up everybody else. They're like, here's one where you have to jump constantly. And you're trying to aim, and your character's jumping, your Halo jumping the entire time. And your character jumps a lot, like, like yeah, Halo does. It's a robot who somehow, who, like, throws in these, like, multipliers into the game. These random things that will happen to you. One of them makes your gun just shoot constantly without end. Like, no matter what you do, like, super fast. Some of them make you less accurate but more powerful with your gun. One of them makes you bounce everywhere like the floor is a trampoline uncontrollably. <laughs> so if you're in an airlock, you just dang, 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 and you can't get out. Um, some of them are really annoying. Most when, of them, to be honest. When Chiz invokes this power, it restores his health. So he invokes it constantly. <laughs> and the rest of Every us are like... recharges. And I don't know about his recharge, but mine is like 15 seconds. Yeah, he it, all game long. You're like, all right, well now I'm jumping for the next twenty seconds. You know, and and I didn't know it. I didn't know that that's what was causing it for like the first three quarters of the game that we played, and we've played for hours now. Um, I thought it just randomly happened. I had no idea that that was because of Chiz, and now I hate him for it because <laughs> he could have been the other chick who right. has like the like the shield and like the telekinesis powers or whatever. He totally could have been her, but he decided to be that annoying fucking robot. Yes, yes. If if, if you get an opportunity to to play with the claptrap in the game, pass. Because claptraps suck. <laughs> they, it might be fun to play with, but it's not any fun for everyone else. The claptrap literally fulfills the role that it fulfills in the single player campaign. It's an annoying fuck up, and. <laughs> It makes things weird for you, and it, it does add a little bit of spice to it. I, like, if I were playing this thing for the second time, definitely throw Claptrap in there. But my first run-through, really wish Chiz weren't Claptrap. <laughs> yeah. If, if I could, because I forget, what are we, level 22 now, 20, maybe? 20? 21, something like that. Okay. Somewhere in there. Yeah, if he could just be a level 21 anything else, that would be cool. But instead, yeah. he's built up his Claptrap character, and we have to deal with it. <laughs> but uh, but I'm enjoying the game. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it soon. I hope um, I got to go do some stuff today, but uh, I want to play tonight. Um, yeah, I have a live stream tonight. After that, it'll have to be okay. Yeah, we're doing a special live stream on Woodycraft. The people who watch this will probably be mostly too late for them, but we're building a scavenger hunt in survival, and they just have to run around and uh, I guess it's fetch quests kind of stuff. But the winner's going to get uh, a gift certificate or a coupon at storenowoodycraft.net. Well, that's pretty cool. I like the idea of like looking, what are they, like opening chests and looking for things? No, so like in Minecraft you find things in the world and then you construct them. So some things are easy to build. For example, a pickaxe is super easy. I don't know if that's one of our items. But um, you know, if you get a pickaxe, we'll give you like a point. Other things are trickier to build, like an ender chest. So it's like if you get an ender chest, we'll give you 30 points. If you get, you know, an eye of ender, you'll get this many points. If you can get a gapple, then we'll give you that many points. And, uh, um, you know, whoever has the most points in their e-chest. And they'll have to go out in the world and mine for the ingredients. There's yeah, they have to go and mine and search and stuff like that. And then just mining and searching in itself has, like, 
Alright, you're mining, so you need a constant supply of picks because they wear out. You know, you're searching, you're going to need food because you're probably like sprint jumping to cover some territory. And, and we're going to do a little event and it should be cool. We used to do events every two weeks. And, uh, and then we kind of fell off of that. And I was like, should we do this on a weekend? But to me, it's not grand enough to be our like re-entry into the event world. So we're kind of doing the you know, warm-up event. Okay, right, so that sounds fun. It. Yeah, it should be a good time. Uh, our streams, I, our, the viewers seem to really like them, but to me, they were getting a little formulaic. It's like, all right, we'll raid something in factions, and then we'll play some mini games, and then we'll call it a night. And uh, it's like, let's change things up a bit. So we've been, we did the Woodycraft Olympics, where Chiz Sour and I competed. <sighs> I'm not even going to bring it up. Poor Chiz. <laughs> he might have cheated. And uh, I just couldn't get past it. You know, it was... I just, couldn't get past it. It's like you cheated. So, uh, um, but that's in the past now. We let it go. <laughs> Did we bring up some bad blood? <laughs> I, uh, not bad blood so much. It was just like, I, I, I wanted to let it go. Even on stream, it was like, all right, I've been fussing about this for too long. But rather than like, you know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. It was, I wasn't going to use the like armor that I spawned in. I couldn't just accept that. Like, oh, I see. You spawned it in just to see. Like, in, in survival games, the, the highest armor people get is, is solid plate iron, right? There's chain mail, which is kind of iron too, but solid iron. And uh, um, he just, you could see on my screen, and only mine, because I'm an, what they call an op, like an admin, that he spawned in like an iron chest plate and iron pants for himself. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, you. You just cheated, like and and this this uh, survival games or hunger games, the the idea is you sort of run around. There's chests in the world. They fill up with random items, so it's different every time. <laughs> and you know, like, oh, I got a wooden sword, and you get it. And maybe I've got an iron helmet and iron boots. And you've got iron pants, and we have a sword fight, and I win. Well, great. Now I have an iron helmet, pants, and boots because I stole your. You know, when I killed you, I got your stuff. Then as, as you kill other people, your your player gets like the best of, you know, of everything, of all your victims. And uh, when you get to the very end, you're, you're pretty buff and, and you have a shot at winning. And he just like that. They call it badminton. He badminton in items for himself <laughs> so that he'd have a like. So, and, and then like and, and that I could have sort of if he was like, ah, oh, you got me. I'm sorry. You know, I, I'll just. But instead he was like, well, I'm not going to use. I, I wasn't going to use them. Really? You weren't? Unless I had to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you weren't going to use them then, huh? All right. You know, and, and then uh, there was another thing. Oh, he, uh, we were playing Spleef and we said no power-ups, you know, so everything would be equal. And he had like an extra, like a super strong pickaxe. And uh, now granted, I said no power-ups. Um, maybe he... He bought the, pa the the pickaxe before I said no power-ups. All right, you know, fine. Whatever, mistake for me. It's cool. But then he used it the whole time and pretended that he didn't know. He didn't realize he was using a mega super powerful pick that's like shiny gold and it glistens with enchantment. <laughs> See, that's the problem. Like, like, in some games, you could probably buff yourself and nobody would be the wiser. But this is a game where, like, you sparkle if you do that sort of thing. Yeah, and, and he's got this, like, golden sparkling axe. And, he's, and, it's, it's, and, and, and then he maintained, like, I didn't know that I was using the axe that I bought 30 seconds earlier. I had forgotten 
I, and, and like if it was like oh i'm so sorry you got me you know like i wasn't sure how to get rid of it or, or something but it was it was like i i can't let it go because there's no apology here it's a you know i i never meant to get an advantage from these things that i just did that give me an advantage it's like what did you yeah. do? how fortuitous of me to accidentally benefit myself in such a manner thank you yeah <laughs> and, and i <sighs> fuck cheers fuck cheers <laughs> no i know one likes you cheers <laughs> no it's it, it, I, 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 I wish I, and look i want to tell the other side of the story too uh, there was a game where, uh, you know, like we made a party and everybody joined and I invited someone to the party who was likely to be my teammate. So, so what happens like in Sky Wars, like it, it, people will form little alliances and then at the very end they might kill each other, you know, kind of like Hunger Games, the movie. Mm -hmm. And I brought in a guy who I thought was likely to be on my side. So I kind of cheated in a way too, but, uh, um, I, I nowhere near his level <laughs> like no <laughs> now we know why he keeps killing us in pka play <laughs> this is why and he's, he's he, that's why we always play the games that he wants to play he's totally he's totally cheating at all these games that's what it is i i, I call foul i i i call for asterisks to be laid down i want commissioner goodell to to speak on the matter um i want consequences and repercussions Let's say hypothetically, Kyle, that you're a sprinter, right? You're a, you're a sprinter. You run the, the 50 and the 100 and the 200, and you're the best the world has ever seen. And in 2008, you won 12 Olympic medals. And then in 2012, you're busted for steroids. Those 2008 medals are now called into question. They strip you of everything. When you get busted for steroids in the Olympics, once you test positive <laughs> for cheating, then everything you've done is a little, you know, it's not quite the same. We, you know what I'm saying here, Kyle, right? Like it, I hear you out. I hear you out. I think some of the speedrunner scores need to be need to be stricken down. Yes. Uh, some of that chivalry also stricken down. Uh-huh. Um, His accomplishments in that stupid game, trials. the battle punching things, trials. Uh, for Trials all I know, were particularly dominated. Like I think he had jet fuel in that motorcycle. I had to practice for two solid days to just come close to to like hanging with him, and it he's just feel like his motorcycle was faster for some reason. He's running he's running alcohol in that thing or something. Yeah, he's he's got like aviation fuel or something. I don't I don't know. He's bored and stroked it. He's he's. It, you know, once you get busted for testing positive in the gaming Olympics. Then using performance enhancing mods. Uh-huh. <laughs> then, <laughs> then then you know I, it it brings all your accomplishments into questions. Just just saying. Asterisks. Asterisks. All what over the What do you think place. about that? Do you, do you think that um like like Barry Bonds for example, should they <clears throat> I mean, he obviously cheated to yeah. get the home run record. Should should his should his name even be in there? Man. Like Hank Aaron wasn't on steroids. Neither was Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth particularly, like he did that shit on chili dogs and wife <laughs> abuse <laughs> and alcohol. Yeah, I guess like they should guy. be. Yeah, I. The, I, it's not even because I feel you know. Even if they played against people and you know were surrounded by people who use drugs, pitchers might be on it or something. Maybe it's even. But I feel like. Your name should be sullied just so the next guy doesn't have to do it. 
I had a different opinion. There was a time when I was like, take roids. Go on. I like to see the ball go 7,000 feet when you hit it. Knock it out of the park. Roid up. You know, this is a show, and I'm here to watch. But things change. Now I have a friend, Joe Lozon, and Joe's clean. Uh, Joe, if people don't know, he's, he's super clean. And, uh, you know, this guy doesn't take coffee. Like this guy, you know, he, he doesn't take ibuprofen. There's, he's a million miles away from HGH or steroids or any of that stuff. And, um, uh, you know, there are a lot of people in professional sports who they wonder, like, I wonder if. Nobody wonders if. Everyone knows Joe is as clean as clean can be. And I wonder, like, has he, has he ever had a loss to a guy on roids? You know, has he ever had how many people above him? I don't know what he's ranked now, probably like 15th or so. Um, how many people in that top 15 would be out of there, right? Maybe he's a top 10 fighter among the clean ones. Maybe he's top five. I don't, I don't know, but it, it sucks that there are people on roids and I like that they're cleaning it up now, at least in the UFC. Why do I think they should have asterisks next to their name? Because, you know, there's probably some baseball player out there toiling away, you know, struggling to be, you know, as the successful as he, he can be. be. What was that? Yeah, he's trying to be the best him he can be clean, and someone else is doing it easier. Yeah. Because, uh, or you someone know, else is doing it. Maybe someone else is working just as hard, but they're just doing it better because they're on drugs. Right, right. You know, so... uh I, I like to. You should be able to compete in sports without doing steroids. You know that. That's my take on it. So. Uh, that's that's that. I'm trying to think of what else is new in my life. I'm not. I've got the house thing, which I you know I've I've covered. We'll let you know. Uh, the appraisal should come in today. And that'll that'll tell us a lot. I'm hoping it comes in real low, and the sellers have to move more than I do. Hmm. Um, the stuff that go, that's going on with me is all gun stuff, and I feel like we've we've had enough gun talk. Hmm. Uh, what else do I have? I mean, well, that's the that that ammunition loader is still gun talk. Yeah. Ah. All the all the cool stuff that I'm planning on doing is gun stuff. Now, like you gun. did a lot of reloading as a kid, right? You and your father did it together. Uh-huh. Yeah, people, we reload shotgun shells a lot. If people don't know. Um, you know, the bullet has a shell, and then there's the bullet itself, which gets sent down range. And that shell is a lot of the cost of the bullet. So you can... Well, um, cartridge? What is the what is the name for the entire th- collection of things? Like the, that round? Round, okay, that works, yeah. yeah. So the part that's still in your gun, or if you're in a fully auto, you know, the part that, like, or semi-auto, whatever, the part that comes flying out the side... A lot of people pick them up and make a new bullet themselves. It just takes a little equipment. And Kyle is, are you looking into buying it or getting it through a sponsorship deal or what? Um, both. Okay. Or, uh, I'm going to see if they want to uh, to work with me. If they don't, then I'm still going to do I'm just going to buy it. It's a, it's a, it's a commercial-grade reloading machine. It'll do about, about 1,000 rounds an hour. And uh, at it, I think it'll pay for itself like in... Almost instantly, pretty much. It'll take itself in a few weeks. I've had success with that twice. I um, the glide cam was one of them. It's a, it's something you set your camera on top of, and it makes it. Fl- it's like a steady cam, and you know, even if you're not really into videography, you can tell the difference. You're like, wow, it's like I'm soaring through the air on this. People think it's on a helicopter. Um, I Devin Supertramp recommended it to me, 
And I called the the owner of the company and was like, look, I'm going to buy this. Um, I, I've looked at all the products. Yours is the one I want. I'm a big deal on YouTube. You can either give me one and then I'll let people know what I'm using and how I got it and put a link in the description. Or I can just buy it and I won't do any of that. The choice is yours. And he chose the advertising over the money. Um, and then I did it with, oh, Scuff. I had a similar type deal. I was like, look, I do this series where I review stuff. I love your product. You know, we can work together and, you know, coupon code, et cetera, and stuff eh, or not. You know, either way, you're getting a positive review. That's not in question. I like I like your stuff. Um, it's just a matter of whether you want a link or not. And they chose to do the link. So, but, yeah, I'm not but I'm not going to make any videos and, unless they 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 give me a loader or pay me to do it. Yeah, yeah. Loader, in, in your case, my, my thing is I want to make I want to reload ammunition. The video part is secondary. But you could put it on more FPS Russia. Be like, hey, I got this thing. This is how I reload. This is what I like. And Yeah. Because you know. a lot of that, a lot of different, like my 6.8 uh, AR-15, like that ammo is a buck a shot. And um, I really like shooting it. It's a cool looking round. It's fun to shoot. And uh, I can reload it for pennies. And, so. and there's there's two reasons. And again, I'm not telling you anything. You're an expert. But people like to reload one to save money on, on bullets. I shouldn't call them bullets. Maybe rounds. The bullet, I think, is the thing that comes out. Ammo. But ammo. Thanks. That's perfect. People like to save money on ammo. And some people want their ammo just the way they want it. Maybe um they want to shoot a lot from a handgun. So they prefer like a slower, like they put basically put less powder in the bullet so that it doesn't you know kick back quite as hard. Um, some people, maybe they have, a yeah, you know, their, their scope sighted in just for a particular, uh, you know, amount of, of explosives, amount of gunpowder, and they can get a precision, like sort of guaranteed because they did it themselves round. You know, they might yeah, want you can it. be very precise when you're, when you're loading the bullet. You can change, you measure every, every inch of the thing, every bit of it's resized to, to a specification. You, you shorten the hull, you... You you've cut it down. Um, you're you're measuring the powdered in um, in grains, which um, is a is a measurement that most people aren't familiar with. It's a very tiny amount of weight. Um, I don't even know and, what it is. And there's a whole like it's basically a big recipe book, like a cookbook that's you know use this kind of powder, this many grains of it. Use this kind of bullet that weighs this many grains. This kind of primer. This kind of uh, hull. The whole thing. A grain is. Consistent uh, results. It's just under 65 milligrams, which, and 437 grams is an ounce. So, yeah. Okay. 7,000 grains is a pound. That must be what they started with. 7,000 ah, grains is a pound. So you now can, that we know that, we've got it. You can mess it with one seven thousandth pound at a time, you know, get it just the way you want it to be. Uh, and. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I was starting to say, some people do it because they want the bullet to be exactly like they want it, and they, they, if you're a target shooter, you know, you might warm up with this, and then it needs to perform just like it did during warm-ups, or uh, some people just save money. Kyle's probably in the latter one. I'd, I he, want both. Both? Um, I really like uh, making, so, the, the round, there, there's only a few different options when you go to a gun store to buy ammo, they're, and they're pretty generic because they want to fit everyone's needs. But my needs are extreme. I like mm. doing crazy stuff. So, like, it's cool to me if the bullet's going 4,000 feet per second, and I can do that uh, with some calibers, you know, by tinkering around. I can make the bullets go super fast, 
I can make them go super slow so they're subsonic and they're not as loud in a suppressor. I can make um, I can use projectiles that you normally wouldn't use. Um, armor piercing stuff, super expanding stuff, hunting bullets that you normally wouldn't put in a pistol. Stuff like that. You can get um, really exacting results. You can, the, like bullet composition is different. There's eight or nine different kinds of bullets. It's not just hollow point, full metal jacket. There's a bunch of spitzer tips and hollow point boat tails and partitions and core lock stuff. And I want to do... Have you ever shot a race gun in forty five? No. I, I've held one. I've never no I I have held one. They 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 the um in Raleigh there's a it's called like personal handgun defense or something like that. And they actually have nice race guns on the shelf, like $7,000 race guns if I remember right. Hmm. But um uh, and I I picked that up and and touched it, but I've never shot one. And I the way it looks on YouTube is like they don't recoil at all. Like it's well, that's the shooter. I I agree. A lot of that's the shooter, but part of it is the gun and the um, ammo, and yeah. that that's what led me into this. I'd I'd love to have the race gun experience where you shoot maybe a lighter load because all they're trying to do is shoot something like fifteen feet away repeatedly on target in a hurry. And and I'd like to try. Uh, race guns are neat. I wonder if I can find a good race gun so people know what I'm talking about. Right. Um. They're they're. they're super customized guns that are made for a competition so I, one I, purpose. I have one on the screen in, for people who are Patreon members. This is what it looks like. That is one example of one. I don't even love that scope. But um, and oh, yeah, that's really nice. They, um, oftentimes what, what's interesting about them is how well the, the compensator works and how you can stay on target like that. And, uh yeah, I'd like to shoot a race gun and see what the experience is like. That's a pretty gun. I like like uh, it's got a, you know, it's got the flared magwell. It's STI. I like the I like those sights. I'd like to try that on a 1911. Um I've got a um Aimpoint Micro on my um FN Tactical 45, but I don't like it at all. And it's a it was really expensive too, but I find it to be blurry and not very precise. Hmm. That's how I feel about my EOTech. It's a little better in the bright light, but mm. I, if I were to start over, I, I think I'd look at something other than an EOTech. I like mine. I like I, mine. Um, I, I wonder... See, you shoot outdoors a lot. I shoot indoors a lot. and Or even when I'm not shooting, I just look at it in like a dark room like I'm in now. And yeah. uh, they don't look as good in the dark. They're a little fuzzy. Um... I like red dot sights. I've got uh, I've got an aim point. Um, I got a couple of aim points, and I got got a couple of those L cans. Those light up, by the way. Um, I just didn't have the batteries put in them. Um, I like my bursts a lot. Yeah, I got a couple of those. I and um, it, it's not particularly expensive, and people don't put them on ARs a lot. But I've got one on my FN two thousand, and it's just like every time something about that FN two thousand and the burst scope combo. I hit what I'm aiming at all the time. I like this tiny red dot. Let, let me grab this one. It's right behind me. All right. Yeah. I, I, for people who don't know guns at all, pretty much every gun is more accurate than me it, for the most part. But uh, 
you know, every so often I'm as accurate as the gun is, and for whatever reason that FN2000, I just hit what I'm shooting at. So Kyle's gonna go get his gun. We'll see. Oh, he's back already. It's not a hear him. Oh, is that your lightweight AR-15? Yeah. That's a good gun. So, I'm not even sure what kind of optic this is. I, I remember I looked it up the other day. It just came with a gun. But, it's a... Uh, see if I can see my own. So that doesn't magnify at all? No. But it's just a tiny... Ah, I can turn it on and you'll be able to see it, I think. I'm trying to turn it down so there won't be so much glare. Oh, I saw it for a second. It will work. There it is. Yeah. yeah. So that's just really hard red to dot do. in there. You move it. I like that a lot. The way that you expect to move it is always backwards and stuff. You're like, oh, I, backwards I, and upside down. Yeah, it's every hard. I couldn't hold two apples up. I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> this is the wrong spot. All of a sudden, I'm like, fucking up. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's a wrap, Kyle. I think we're over an hour. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to go get my bow out and practice some more. Nice. Get ready for survival trip. You're going to go Burt Reynolds on it? I'm thinking about it. I'm getting pretty good with a bow. That, uh, that just makes you all the manlier. <laughs> right. Later, guys.